Welcome to Coaching Conversations with your hosts, Paul Marks and Tom Yates. In this episode, Exploring Metaphor with your coachee. Hi, Paul. Hey, Tom. You all good? Uh, yeah, I'm pretty good. I'm doing just fine. I, you know, as good as can be expected, right? <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> now, I, I like this 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 particular topic, Tom, and I know you, you're a big fan of metaphors as well. Mm. Um, it can get very deep and very meaningful. But um, I reckon, Tom, to be very frank with you, I think we're going to have to do maybe a couple of podcasts on this topic because there's there's so many great things to talk about when you know referring to metaphors in, in coaching and coaching conversations. Um, anyway, that's 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 what that's what I think. <clears throat> yeah, I I agree because um, the thing about you know metaphors are almost like magical, and I think you have to spend a little time with each one really to explore. And and like you said, there's so many ways to yeah. to use metaphor. But actually, um, maybe we should just kind of start out by having a a, a common understanding of what metaphor is. Maybe you could help us with that, Paul. Yeah, well, actually, the word metaphor comes from, from the Greek word, if, I'm, if I understand correctly. Um, actually, it's two Greek words. The first one is meta, which means beyond, and pherine, which means um, carry or transfer from one place to another. So sort of figuratively speaking, it's sort of going beyond. I, I guess it's like carrying something forward, a meaning, conveying something, right? Um, mm. And essentially, in my understanding, a metaphor is an analogy, it's a story, it can be a parable, an antidote, it's anything that really is, uh, represents something else, right? That, that's really what it is. It's, um, you're, you're talking about something in, in a different um, context or in a different way. Can you add to that? Yeah. I'm, I'm just finding oh, yeah, yeah. difficult to explain for some reason. <laughs> no, no, I think you did a, a great job. Well, I think about back to like literary metaphors, for example. Like if you mm. said uh, he was strong as a bear, well, he's not actually a bear. And that's actually a simile, but a simile is a metaphor. Um, or let's, 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 let's give a different one. He was a bear in the boxing ring. Mm. Okay. As a metaphor, we are attributing the, the the quality of a bear to this person, right? We know he's not a bear, but it actually gives us kind of a different idea about the person. But you can have some very very interesting metaphors as well that aren't so easily connected. But like you said, yeah, we are shifting the meaning of one thing to another thing. And, and we're seeing, I think, how can, in the case of our coachee, how can they interpret that shift, that, in, that, 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 that change from the one quality to the other. And I think that can develop some very rich new perspectives in, in the coachee when they are allowed to make that shift. Well, I, I actually think as well, Tom, that the brain loves metaphors because they help us to make better sense of the world. Sometimes we, we can't always find the right language or the best way to describe a problem, a situation, or a challenge, or whatever, and, and metaphors provide us with a way of being able to do that. Um, so when you know when a coach is using a metaphor, they can express themselves in a very different way or in a more meaningful way, let's say. Um, but I mean that that's that's really important. But what about as a coach? I mean, if you're asking, if you're using metaphors as a coach, Tom, let's say you're asking or you're using metaphors. Um, how does that help the coachee? 
I always feel, and this is my own opinion, and it's something I've developed, that oftentimes when we are getting quite deep, you know, into the, the inner awareness of our coachee, they, they may feel quite vulnerable in sharing. They may reach places in their own thinking that are quite sensitive. And this could kind of block people up a little bit. You know, you were a little guarded about our about our 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 lives, especially if, if we feel very sensitive towards the situation. So you if you can use metaphor uh, as a way to explore those feelings, I feel then that it turns that situation more into like an objective story and people can start explaining it uh, in their own words, but without the threat of it being very personal. I could just give an example. Uh, one way that we can use metaphor is using um, picture cards. There are different kinds. We have points of view. We have, uh, in our in our uh, company, we have the card of life. So what I like to do is, is that we have like all these different pictures. So if someone is reaching a point where it's quite difficult for them to explore a situation, maybe, uh, for example, they say, I'm really having a problem like reaching out to my daughter. I'm just not sure and I'm really unsure like what to do. I, I really don't know. I really don't know and, I'm, and I can tell that they're just kind of an angst about it. I might say, well, why don't we try using the picture? So I, I just say, choose, choose just one picture out of this deck and put it down. And they'll put it down and I say, and it might be a picture of a, an ocean or a dog or whatever, you know, a, a child's toy. Mm. Let's see. What does that what does that picture represent to you about your issue? And then they look at the picture and they have to try to make some kind of connection and they can always do it. And then all of a sudden it's a creative process. Like, wow, that child's toy, you know, that reminds me of when my when my child was younger and I, I felt I did have a connection with her because we had a much more creative and fun relationship. Maybe that's what I need to do, blah, 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 right? Mm. So it, it can help to to release the stress of dealing with the issue firsthand and put it into kind of a secondhand perspective so that we can be a little freer in our mind on our exploration. So, so I'm sort of understanding that what, what, you're, what you're saying here is, is that when we allow people to talk about certain situations, whether it be challenges or things that happen to them. Um, using metaphors kind of gives them a safe way to explore um, maybe could be, I guess, painful situations or uncomfortable situations. Mm, it's yeah. sort of, it seems like it sort of disengages the emotions a little bit so that people are able to talk about things in a more how can I say, more logical, more clear process rather than, you know, involving emotion at a, at a deeper level. I, I think, it, like I said, I think it's a safe place, isn't it? Yeah, well, it could do that or it could be the opposite as well. I think, I think for people who are very creative, you know, they can, they can really thrive on, on using metaphor because they can create these vivid, you know, stories in their head that connect you know, you, you can even put down, like I, for example, another thing you can, and you can make your own picture cards, right? You just find some really evocative pictures. You don't need to buy any pack. You can make your own. But one thing I like to do is like, if someone is, is, is involved in a situation they're not sure about, I'll say, okay, pick out three cards that you like and just put them down next to each other. And then I say, okay, this picture represents how you used to feel about the issue. 
This picture represents how you feel now about it, and this picture represents how you want to feel. So I just have them interpret each card, and then I say, so, and it's really fun because they're like, everyone, you know, as long as they have ability to be a little bit creative, they can come up with some very interesting ideas. And then you say, so what did you learn from that? Did you get anything mm -hmm. from that? Did you get some insight? And uh, almost invariably, it, it works, you know. So it's it's a it's a very expressive um, process. But that's just one type of you know metaphor by using pictures. Uh, and there's so many other things we can do as well. I like that. It sounds like yeah. And you're using the pictures there, but like you said, we can do it through stories, from from mm. you know, uh, analogies, or it, it really is something that I think helps people to trigger a certain level of creativity. Uh, because it sort of take away, it takes away the boundaries of, of, of expression, doesn't it? When you can use anything to describe something. Um, mm. I think that's mm. really, really important. Another thing I'd like to just throw in here as well as a benefit to it is that in actual fact, it certainly helps us to um, remember things and, and to sort of hard, hardwire things more, more, I would say, deeper or deeply, more deeply in the brain. There was some research, mm. I remember rightly going back, I think it was I think it was the um, University of Arizona, um, and they're talking about metaphors and you know how that how it works with the brain and why the brain likes metaphors. And what we can see is is that it actually, from my understanding of reading the article, um, and I'll leave you the the article so that you can go out there and find it for yourself. Here it is. It's called the How the Brain Finds Meaning in Metaphor. It was written by the University of Arizona back on April 2nd, 2019. And in there, they're talking about scans or fMRI scans and MRI scans, brain imaging that they've done with people when they've been using metaphors. And what we see is that it actually engages or activates different parts of the brain um, that you wouldn't necessarily be activating if you were just using sort of, I would say, more simpler language. So, for example, if somebody says uh, something like, or let's say, for example, you hear the words like, oh, she's so sweet. Actually, what happens in the brain is that the areas associated with taste are actually activated as well. So it's sort of, the words are very, very powerful. So what, what happens is when we talk in metaphors, we're actually stimulating and activating different parts of the brain that we may not be in just straightforward conversation. Isn't that interesting how powerful mm. that can be that it actually yet yeah, associates the senses to to the person and and it just doubles and triples the meaning right it just uh, creates uh, these brand new meanings yeah very very it's just fascinating you know this whole world well metaphors I mean it's important we we communicate through metaphors all the time you know uh, our language is is just filled with them. Um, one thing that I like to consider, and, and you know, I'm not quite sure if they would actually call this a metaphor, but I really do, is when, and, and it's, it's important for coaches as well, to search for the particular meaning that our coachee might have about uh, terms that are kind of like universally accepted as kind of some common meaning, but they actually, for everyone, they have different meanings. And I'll give an example. Um, if uh, one of my um, coaches said, I really want to be working on my leadership skills. Mm. Well, at face value, that sounds like, yeah, leadership skills. Okay. But actually, if you think, if you, if you go into it and if you think about it, well, 
what is leadership to you exactly? Mm. What does that mean? Are you talking about leadership in terms of how maybe Donald Trump would be a leader? Or are you talking about leadership in terms of what Barack Obama would term a leader? I think there's, it's totally two different things, right? <laughs> and, yeah. Yeah. So, so there, we have this kind of metaphor of, of leader, but man, it's, it's so much up for interpretation in our own perspective based on our own life's experience, on our opinions, on everything else that, that's been involved in developing our brain. So that's, that's, that's one way as well that we can find really deep and rich interpretations just in our everyday conversations with our with our coaches by being curious about what they actually mean by the words they're saying and treating words these individual words as metaphors you know it's it's really interesting because when you think about it we use med- we use metaphors all day long but and, and of course you know our whole interpretation of our own life experience is really defined by the meaning we give to the words that we use Mm. Which yeah. means that you know these metaphors really are coming from probably a very deep place um, within ourselves as coaches, or you know within the minds of, of the coachee. Tom, um, let's maybe look at some examples um, of some metaphors. I, I mean, just to give people a bit more of a framework as well as a context. One of the ones that I heard um, most recently was one of my coachees said that they were feeling good at this time because they could see a light at the end of the tunnel. Now, mm. okay, that's one metaphor that I guess, yeah, uh, everybody uses it, I guess, at some point in their life. Oh, yeah, I can see the light at the end of the tunnel. But that, that's actually um, quite an interesting metaphor to work with. Yeah, that is. And, well, I'd like to share just um, a, a, a very like brief explanation of one way that we can explore metaphors like that, which is through the use of using clean language questions. These were developed by David Grove. Uh, he was a psychologist. He thought that if we could remove all of our own language as a coach and only use the language of the coachee, uh, especially when starting with a metaphor, we can help our coachee to really explore deeply what that metaphor means. And it can help us to start making sense of our whole life uh, or at least the situation that we're exploring. I wonder, Paul, if you would like to, so there's 12 basic questions. They're divided into questions that will develop the metaphor, questions that will find out what, like the sequence of the metaphor and questions that, 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 that explore the intention of the metaphor. So, yeah, Paul, so why don't you just kind of tell me what you just said about the light at the end of the okay. tunnel. I'll, I'll use some of these questions on you. Well, this will be fun. So, okay, so um, I, I will be a coachee. You've asked me how my how things are going. and I Yeah, how are things going? Yeah. All right. Um, well, Tom, I can see a light at the end of the tunnel. Things are moving forward. Hmm. And what kind of light is that light? Well, it's a bright light, actually. It's a light that I haven't seen for a long time. Hmm. Is there anything else about that light? Yeah, it, it, it comes with an energy. I think that light at the end of the tunnel gives me, has reignited um, energy and, and, and a certain feeling of belief and, and I guess, a, a level of confidence because I can actually see... I can see where I'm going now. It's given me a very clear sense of direction and purpose. Hmm. 
And what's that relationship between the the light and that direction and purpose? It's a great relationship. I mean, it's a relationship of um, how can I say? It's a, it's a great relationship between my feelings and the future. Hmm. And what kind of future is that future? It's a bright f- future. There you go. Yeah, it's a bright <laughs> And we're going back to the metaphors again, aren't we? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. It's, it's bright. And, and what needs to happen for that future to be even brighter? I think I've just got to keep on the same path now. I've got to stay focused. I've got to keep um, that light in place and I don't get distracted so that um, I can move move there quickly, actually. Mm. Very interesting. Okay, we can cut now. But you can see, yeah, so I was just, I w- and, and I'm, I'm not an expert at all at using these clean language questions, but you can see I was only, I was only exploring your language. I was only exploring what you were, like these key words that you were, you were giving to me. You weren't adding anything, Tom. That's absolutely mm. purely the context. Everything was my language. And, you know, I know we were just playing around there. Um, and I actually mm-hmm. didn't have anything in my mind, to be very frank with you. I just, <laughs> but the, the thing is, is that when you were asking me those questions, I actually was thinking deeper um, of what yeah. it would be like to have a light at the end of the tunnel. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. yeah, there were moments there where when I was silent, I was actually in quite deep thought. Mm. Mm. It also yeah, isn't that interesting. It is. It's almost like you know what I always find with metaphors. Personally, when 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 I start to try to describe something in a metaphor, I tend to go into like a trance-like state, mm. sort of trance out a little bit, and I sort of chunk up, and I I sort of there's lots of possibilities. So, and I think that's an important point that you know when we're coaching people, if we're if we're asking them or we're getting them to describe things in metaphors, as a coach, we really need to be patient and listen and really give them time so that they can actually think through this. Because this isn't something that you just, just pops up. It, it sort of percolates in your, in your mind as you're sort of discussing it and moving, moving through it. Um, it's very, very deep. Right. And, yeah, just like you said, uh, we, we need to cultivate well, I mean, if we're going to talk about ICF, we need to cultivate that trust and safety, and we need to create, yeah, like you said, a, a, a big space around us, because you're doing a lot of exploration when you're when you're trying to connect inward, uh, broaden and deepen the metaphor for what it, what it really means to you. Tom, I want to do more of these podcasts on, on metaphors. I'm sorry, I hope the listeners will be happy to, to listen to them but I mean I mean today you know it's gone past pretty quick already I think what, <laughs> what we, I don't think we even got started I, I guess it's all I know I know yeah it's, it's there's so many other things that I want to share like the about metaphors but I think we really do need to save it for another podcast I think we've given people several things Ooh. to try out just if you haven't before uh, it's, it's very easy, for example, to find, just look up the basic clean language questions by David Grove. There's 12 of them. You'll find it on the Internet right away. No problem. You can look at those and you can play with them. Mm. Um, 
play. Yeah, it's play, right? <laughs> That's what I say, you know, because we we do. We want to be creative and play. You can you can try out um, using images in your coaching, um, uh, and I wouldn't recommend using it all the time but there are you know whenever your intuition might tell you hey this could be a good time for us to to look at this through the perspective of of imagery mm. Yeah. Mm. so what we've established today is is that metaphors can be used they're very powerful actually in in the coaching mm. in a coaching conversation in a coaching context they help us to get uh maybe a deeper level or reach a deeper level of thinking about our situation um, and with that deeper level of thinking there's more meaning uh, which can then spark more thoughts more creativity around like we said a, a current situation or a challenge um, what we've also noticed as well is, is that as a coach metaphors can be great for us to to use i think for ourselves as well because you know if you start to listen more to what you say Kind of mes- what kind of metaphors do you use in your language on a day-to-day basis? And you know, how can that help you as a coach maybe learn more about yourself? Um, right. Yeah, I agree. How, how could that help you to understand how maybe clear you're actually being with your coachee? Or are you speaking through a lot of metaphor that might obscure, might cloud up? <laughs> yeah. what you're actually saying, right? <laughs> I caused that mist took over everything. <laughs> well, that's a really good point, yeah, because I wouldn't suggest going out there and just talking completely in metaphor. I think people would get <laughs> confused. But and like we said, it's just a tool, right. isn't it? It is a tool um, yeah. that we can use. The other, the other thing I really like, just to sort of wrap things up, that you mentioned, which, I'll, which is very, very relevant to this conversation, is the use of clean language. And as a coach... You know, we're going to be talking about clean language as well, because this is very, very important um, as a coach to, to be using clean language. And we will explain why in future podcasts. Yeah, 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 right. I mean, actually learning, when I learned um, the basics of clean language, I, I saw its relationship to how, as a coach, we should be asking questions as opposed to how we shouldn't be. And I, th- I think we can explore that in the next a podcast that we do on um, metaphors. Yeah. Well, listeners, thank you so much. We, Tom and I are actually very excited because, you know, we've been doing our podcast now for almost, I think, five or six weeks, and we are getting listeners from literally all over the globe, and um, we're actually getting people asking us questions now about coaching. Uh, so what we're going to try and do is answer as many of those questions as we can throughout our podcast. So if you have sent a question... Or if you would like to send a question, please bear with us. You, you can contact us. Um, actually, we've got another email, haven't we, Tom, that we, we can share, which is... We actually do, yeah. Yeah, I think it's admin. That's the first one, at mm-hmm. pccponline.com. Admin at pccponline.com. So if you have... If you have any questions that you would like us to address in the podcast regarding coaching, please feel free to send us an email and uh, we'll get back to you and hopefully we can, we can talk about it in one of, our, one of our episodes. Right. Questions or even suggestions for topics because we, we, we have so many topics that we want to, to, to go over. But if, you, if you've ever been wondering about a certain topic and would like to hear more about it, 
just in in the way that we have a conversation about things uh, which we hope is you know easy to listen to and that you can learn from uh, we'd be more than happy to explore to see if we could have make a podcast about it that'd be great that's great well right, Tom I think we're done for today so thanks for your time again it's always much appreciated and uh, uh, same in life ways yes yeah <laughs> see you on the other side <laughs> great see you on the other side Paul bye bye